WKNJ 90.3 FM King University. I forget I have that sound thing every single time. We couldn't find the Cardi B sound bite in time. Oh. WKNJ 90.3 Yo, FM. Do you know she be interrupting me during my mix too? Why? Oh, this know. one? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, why are you doing this? Everybody, welcome to the Devon Hour on WKNJ 90.3 FM at K University. I am Devin, of course. And today we have Tasha. Hello. We have Naya. Hey. <laughs> and Rich. <laughs> what up, what up? Uh, so first, let me just remind everybody that your FAFSA is almost due. <laughs> so please make sure that you do your FAFSA for 2019 to 2020. I got um, denied everything. There will be a there will be fast won't be denied. There will be fast <laughs> workshops throughout the week, so just stay aware. Go into Google Link and you will find all the information. And plus look if you're here at King University, please look at every single television screen because they have all the events here on campus. So that's it. Um so now we start off every week with music. And my uh new favorite EP besides the first two tracks is Tone Stiffs. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know who Tone Stiff is, he's the one who wrote Liquor for Chris Brown. Mm. Mm. Um, one of the only decent songs off of royalty. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, I like royalty. We, somebody had to. Uh, wow. <laughs> no, okay, I'm a little bit tight because we just had this whole conversation outside about, like, who's better, Chris Brown or Usher. Mm. I said Usher. Usher. He's like the prince and of here, and here is And here's the criteria for that, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about discography. Full on body of work. We're talking about legacy, vocal ability, performance. There it is. Usher is to like the Chris Brown generation, I guess, to what Michael Jackson would be to the Usher generation. I get it. Like, you know, like a line, like Michael Jackson stood out. Yeah. And Usher's met said many times, right? Like Michael Jackson. Yeah. And then Usher came along and then he birthed the Chris Browns. And Yes, I definitely. Like, Usher paved the way for pop and R&B in the 90s. I think you could speak more on this since you were yeah. more alive in this time. He's like 13, bro. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like Usher, Brandy, Monica, Aaliyah, like they all really paved, Maya, like they all paved the way for pop and R&B in the 90s. And Usher really paved the way for Chris Brown to do whatever he's doing now. Mm-hmm. So, say, didn't Usher find Chris Brown, but he found Justin Bieber. Never mind. And he found he blessed the world with Justin Bieber. Yep. He did. He did something to the world with Justin Bieber. Well, I don't say bless it. He made a lot of money over Justin Bieber. Period. True. <laughs> Period. That founder's fee. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Tone Stiff. He released his new EP called Good Company. Um, I'm not a fan of the first two songs on there. One is called Secrets. I thought it was a bore. <laughs> I thought I was bored. And then the second song, Good Company, featured Quavo and Wes Whaley. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he needed a collaboration. True. So we'll let him have that one. But that's it. All the other songs on AP is great. So check it out if you haven't checked it out. Um, he will, He's on tour right now with her. And we saw her in Brooklyn. Mm. And it was a great show. Tone killed it. Should have had a longer set. Don't know why they just gave him 25 minutes. He should have had a whole... He should have had a whole... 45 minutes to an hour, if you ask me. And if they was going to make somebody sing covers to everybody's songs, they should have let Tone do his covers. Right, because the other girl after Tone was just... All over the place. Yeah. Was your favorite show of the year? No. No? Janet was. We're we're, we're in December now, right? So Yes. Janet was your favorite show of the year? Janet Jackson. Killed it. Janet Jackson's in her 50s, and she's out dancing and out... Out sing, not out sing, but she's out dancing like almost everybody. Yes, she is. She's always had it, though. It's like when you think about the dancers within Hollywood, she's one of the names that come up. Yes. So 
She still got it. For her age, she'll still bust it. And she can still put on the show. I know that's right. And she will give you those whisper vocals, but she will, at least she will give it to you like live. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Janet's great. Go, Janet. So now, the Grammys. <laughs> Grammy nominations came out the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, some people were very mad at the Grammys. Other people were indifferent. <laughs> Me, I don't know. So I guess <laughs> indifferent. So how about we go through these categories? Just some, not all, because uh, I don't have time for all. I know, that's right. Um, what? But we're going to go to the ones that really stood out to me. So how about we start with album of the year, the biggest one, of mm-hmm. course. Um, so Cardi's nominated for Invasion of Privacy. Right. Uh, Brandy Charlie is nominated for By the Way I Forgive You, which is actually a great album. Um, Scorpion, Ugh. Her. Mm-hmm. Bear Bongs and Bentleys. <laughs> My mom liked it, that album. Like, she really liked it. <laughs> Dirty Computer, Janelle Monet. Uh, Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves, which is my pick to win. And Black Panther, the album. I want Casey Musgraves to win. You guys don't listen to country, but that girl released the best album of 2018, and I don't care what anybody says. Country music will always be okay. We need Black Panther to come through. Black Panther was a great album. It was. Rich, why are you looking like that? Nah, I don't know. I just don't think movie soundtracks are really. I, I don't know. I just I, I don't like the idea of a movie soundtrack. <laughs> of a movie soundtrack. I don't know. Why? What happened? You swallowed. <laughs> oh, uh, what? You swallowed. You heard it. You know, it oh, I like round two of it. My bad. But yeah, I don't know. I just like. I don't think a movie soundtrack should really be up there. In Why my opinion, not? it's I a body know. of work. It's a full album, and the whole album is basically a Kendrick Lamar album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I, I mean, I enjoy it, but I it just, was great. Yeah. I it, it was really good. Um, I'm confused about because for this year they extended the amount of people that could get nominated for an award. Usually it's five. Mm-hmm. Now there's eight in the top four major categories. Um, I don't. I don't know why her is up there for album of the year. It wasn't an album. It was a compilation of her two EPs, but then it didn't like. It was just her just slapping all the songs on there. It wasn't like a like a narrative or a cohesive body of work. It was just her just putting all her songs, all her EPs on there. The songs, the songs do kind of sort of flow, but at the same time they don't. Yeah. they're all the same sound, and the deeper you get into the album, the more the sound changes. Yeah. But it's not like. Like, I don't this think is it's my story. Yeah, I don't think it should have been nominated from album of the year. I like that her is getting not, uh, recognition. Right, which maybe is about artist time. of the year. Maybe I could best see new her artist. As maybe artist she's nominated yeah. for best new artist. But we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. A Scorpion shouldn't be there. Yeah, Scorpion nope. shouldn't be there. What about your girl Taylor, she got snubbed. We don't care for her. We don't like her. <laughs> I know. I just like. I just want to see his reaction because um, I know he's anti Taylor. Janelle Monae <laughs> should have gotten more nominations if you ask. Me. She's she only been got like stacking up on some awards. Yeah, she got the Trailblazer Award as well. Yeah, so I like the aesthetic of Dirty Computer. I'm not necessarily a fan of like the music itself. She has some good songs off of the album, of course, but like the whole entire album itself is not as good as I wanted it I to be. But the aesthetic, like the music videos and the narrative that she was telling, was great. Right, it's just like Lemonade. In that sense. I love her as a brand. It's like when you think of Janelle Monet, you think of so many things. Yeah. And her appeal is like 
infatuating almost you know like i just like her i would like her for the win you know Mm -hmm. i would like her i would like janelle monet to win but i think casey musgraves is going to get it that's a great country album it's a great country album you guys need to get into the country records it's good listen i've been rocking with sam hutt and i've been yeah i was gonna say i like sam hutt um so for song of the year we have all of the stars that should win that's it i don't even think i should go to the list uh boot up eh. God's plan. Mm-mm, no, I'm sorry. And song of the year is for like songwriting, so just keep that in mind. Well, mm. so like God's in my plan shouldn't be on there. So like in my Drake blood, slap that together in like two seconds. That's that's true. That's right. This is America's on there. I don't want that to be on there. Either. I don't. I don't care really? for that song. He really's not saying much. It's more of the visual. You're right. And he ripped off. Like, yeah, the you're whole right song. because the whole song is repetitive. It has a message, but then again, it's repetitive. If you don't see the video, you you're like, you don't know the context. What, what, what yeah. are we chanting? This but is America. And then I right. ripped off the whole song, though. Off of, off of of a, I think it's called like American Pharaoh. Like the beat. If you haven't listened to it, I think the song is called American Pharaoh. I'll show you afterwards. Like uh-huh. completely from the beat, the the message, everything. Yeah. It's a complete ripped song. Yeah. I could, I could see I that. I mean, but that happens every day. Like, you know, major artists steal stuff from lesser known people. Yeah, but this is America... First off, I thought the song was problematic when it first came out because I feel like he was just gearing that towards black men instead of, like, the whole entire community or just minorities in general. But, Elaborate. Um, huh? Elaborate. Because in, just in the song, like, based off the lyrics, he's just saying, like, black man. He's not saying, like, You're he's right. not being inclusive, not saying black people. Mm-hmm. But it's whatever. But regardless of that, the song isn't – there's not much to the songwriting. So it shouldn't be there for, song of, like, song of the year – I'll say that, well, Gaga's on here, too, for Shallow from the movie. And I think it actually should be there. Um, so it, it, to me, it's either Gaga or Kendrick, All the Stars. Do two soundtrack songs. I'm always there for Kendrick. Yep. So Best New Artist. This is a big one. I don't know who Greta Van Fleet is, but she's been getting critical acclaim all year. I see a big missing artist on his list. Uh, there's Chloe and Hallie, which I'm surprised. I thought it was Hallie, but okay. Oh, okay. Her, uh, Dua Lipa, which Dua Lipa's not no new artist, so. She's not. No. I don't know about that. Uh, Margot Price, don't know who that is. BB Rexa should not be on there. And Georgia <laughs> Smith, I could understand. They snubbed 6 9 We won't go who? into it, but they snubbed him. He's a new artist Are we year. really going there? <laughs> We're not. This is Devin's show. I'm just saying it's a snub. That's why I just want to point it you out. You think that the Grammys is going to nominate a pedophile? <laughs> that I'm, I'm sure we they could They nominated R. Kelly mm. multiple times. But 6 9 is a whole d- different degree of problematic. That is true. He, I don't know about him. And I don't think the Grammys want those kind of issues in today's R- world. I know R- that's Kelly, right. They can They're dress like, nah. up R. Kelly. He was 10 for 10, else. though. None of these art- other artists were. 6 9 is literally just trash. <laughs> You will not do this on my show. I'm not. You see, I'm being calm. I mentioned I moved on. Um, And finally, I want to get to best pop vocal album. And this category tends to piss me off every single year (laughs) because, you know, let's just get into the category's name. Best pop vocal, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which means what? Vocals. As in people could sing. Right. right? So last year, Ed Sheeran won for Divide. Shouldn't um, have won that. Well, I love that album. And the year before that, Taylor Swift won for. No, I've never liked Adele won for twenty five. Oh, it's not her best album. But then the year before that, Taylor Swift won for nineteen eighty nine, and that was just hot trash garbage. 
So for this <laughs> list, for this list, okay, we have Camilla. Oh, there's all white women here, I, <laughs> including Shawn Mendes. So there's, <laughs> <laughs> so there's Camilla sis. Cabello for her album Camilla, which is just a bad album. It's not good. It was so underwhelming. It was legit. Like you wanted like, to like it. Yeah, it's like when you look at it, right? You're like, oh, this is about to be some. Some, some, some. Hmm, yeah, she hmm. made this whole hoopla about leaving Fifth Harmony, so you right. thought the album was was going to be good, <laughs> and it wasn't. Ariana Grande is white? I did not know that. Well, she's Cuban. Oh. I was about to say, I thought she was Spanish. And yeah. then, <laughs> then there's Kelly Clarkson, Meaning of Life. Uh, the album was lackluster, but she sang on there. She and has vocals. And mm-hmm. that counts. Right. Um, Sweetener Ariana, my winner of this category. To be honest. Um, Sean Mendez with his album, he could sing. He's been doing it though. This year, he's been putting in that work. Yeah, but it's not best pop vocal album. Pink, Beautiful Trauma. Honestly, if, if Ariana don't win, I want Pink to win that one. And then finally, Pink Taylor always, Swift. But Pink can always win in my book. You know what? And I hate to put it like this, but if Taylor wins this, I'm going to be so pissed. Not well, only because I don't like her, but it's like she's the it girl. She's like that American girl that this country loves to boost all the time, despite mm-hmm. all her mouth, you yeah. know? So. Well, this year at the Grammys when Ed Sheeran won, I forgot who everybody wanted to win for that award. But we were just like, Ed Sheeran, what? <laughs> we were confused. Um, you have against my man Ed. You really didn't like that album? No, Divide is not his best. It's I think it's you keep saying best, though, but you don't right. like the album? Huh? You don't like the album? I though? don't like the album. Okay. I mean, him as a own. person, I could care less. I mean, I don't, I, like, don't. I don't really try to think about the person with music. I mean, I like it, but his music, it's not he got to put his foot in it. It's just like when, when you release an album like Multiply, mm-hmm. and then you release Divide to follow up, it's kind of like... That was really just kind of disappointing. It was highly because disappointing. Because that album, I mean, that was like his breakthrough... And that's when you really got to know his craft and what yeah. he wants to do with himself as an artist and as a musician. Exactly. But that album, He's dry. He's a strange character. And he, he is, is also a tad bit arrogant, but it's fine. He got it like I that. I mean, but it's he's fine. a redhead, so he has to be arrogant because people don't like them. Oh, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, I have Rich. a beard. <laughs> I'll be like, ew, a redhead. And like, keep it pushing, like, just I don't know what the But that divide has my winning song on it. Like perfect. perfect. Yes. Goodbye. Oh song. my And then my God. honeymoon song is The Shape of You. I mean so he's got the whole thing for me. The Shape of You is not a good song. That's my honeymoon and then song. that's why I don't think Divide is is a good album because they have songs like Shape of You. Shape of You is a horrible song and I remember Ooh, listening to it when it premiered like on the radio. They play that on hip hop stations and I'm like I, I love, hate this. And song. I said what yeah. is this watered down Caribbean dance hall crap that Ed Sheeran just released. He actually right. wrote it for Rihanna. Huh? He actually wrote it for Rihanna originally. Actually, he but wrote it for Little Mix. Oh, it, oh, wow. See? He wrote it for Little Mix. Little Mix was like, no. I feel like he should have left it alone. And then they passed it to Rihanna. Rihanna was like, oh, And then it no. ended up being a hit song. <laughs> Rihanna was looking For like him. Cause yeah, listen, no, I get what you're saying, yeah. First off, Rihanna's from Barbados. If she mm-hmm. were to release a watered-down song like Shape of You, the, Barbados would just threw her off the damn island. I know, that's right. That beautiful Nancy Mulligan song. She would not be an ambassador. Right. Right. They would have threw her off the island. They would have ripped off that street. Right. He really tried you it with that song, though. Yeah, but you can't put it on and not dance. I would like to put it on. But Castle no. on the Hill was a great song. Castle on the Hill was a great song, That's a great song. I like Shape Nancy Mulligan, trash. where he sings about like his mother from his dad's perspective. Uh, 
you know those songs that musicians release just for that mainstream hit? That's what it was. He but, didn't put nothing in that. But you can't that. put it on and not move. It's a commercial song. That's what makes song. it so great. Yes, every it's song. It's a commercial I song. I to that. I walk the opposite way. I hear that song coming. Okay, there's on. exceptions to every rule. Uh. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm just saying I love the album. That's all. This Somebody had to. <laughs> Somebody had to. Just like how we talked about Chris Brown, right? Somebody had to like royalty. I loved it. Somebody had to like um, Heartbreak on a Full Moon. I liked it. Somebody <laughs> had to like it. <laughs> I just did it. The because the there Grammys was a lackluster. Listen, when you have so many great albums and you yourself has released a great album, we're not asking you to repeat that album. We're just asking you to put some more, some oomph into it. And you step, didn't do that. Step it up. Just a little bit. <laughs> divide was a downgrade. Because he had to divide. Good, that, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Uh, that was funny. That was not, that was, what the hell? Somebody no. had to like it. Correct. <laughs> So now we're going to go, go into our first break. This first song is by Alessia Cara. It's Why are we playing her? I like her. I like her album. Somebody had to. Oh, that was the <laughs> artist that won Best New Artist last, this year, right? And then we were just like, how come SZA didn't win? Why wasn't SZA on the charts this year since y'all snubbed her last year? She got she nominated for all the stars. That doesn't really count. And, she's not, and if Black Panther wins Album of the Year then she will get a Grammy. Also, which is interesting, because, you know, Nicki didn't get any nominations. Mm. Good. But people forgot mm. that she is on a song with uh, Post Malone. Which Ball, one? Was it Ball For Me? Off of Beer Bongs and Bentley. So let's say if Beer Bongs and Bentley's win Album of the Year, Nicki Minaj get a Grammy by default. You know she's going to tout oh. that Grammy as if it was like hers, too. She's going to be out here like Nicki, yeah. Grammy, so, Queen of Rap. Right. I still can't <laughs> believe that she's almost 40 years old acting like this. Oh, no. <laughs> Grow up. Oh, today's her birthday. Right, no, it, was today. It, was a, it was a few days ago. How um, much do you think it hurt her, though, when she saw Cardi B listed as? She got nominated five times. Listen, how, how much do you think it hurt her? And like her best, soul. Best rap album. Her soul. Was it best? What song of the year? Record oh, of the year? Cardi B. Living. New, new artist. I'm just happy. She wasn't nominated for new artist. Oh, she, was, oh, she, she missed the timeline, right? She can't right? be nominated yeah, yeah, yeah. for. There's so many weird rules and stuff like that. Because she was nominated last year for Bodak Yellow, so you're not a new artist if yeah. you get nominated again. But I she didn't have album out at that time. Yeah. But album of the year. You think her soul? You think Nick, I know she was hurt. Nikki's going to be on Queen Radio. Nikki's going to be on Queen Radio when Cardi doesn't win. Somebody said she should win a Grammy for best podcast. I was screaming. <laughs> That's disrespectful, first of all. And that still goes to Joe <laughs> Budden. And that, period. She still would have lost that one. She still would have lost that. She deserves it. I have no clue where Tasha went. All Tasha's right. Tasha's a social butterfly. So now. Is that you? <laughs> yeah, why are you looking at me? Because. Wow. I thought it was you. The judgment thought, in this I room. I thought it was you. I had a receipt in my pocket. Because last week, Naya was eating his peppermint, right? You heard it all in the mic. It was just like this. So if it was her last week, too, why would you assume it would not be her again this week? I didn't think she would. Put, I didn't bring no book She didn't bring no bag. She got pockets. <laughs> so, for topics, we should start off with Michelle Williams. <laughs> you know what? What did Monique say? When the clownery comes and it comes back to bite? That... I don't, I don't know that Monique singing. You need to no. You need to rewatch Charm School. I rewatched all of Charm School, and my wig flew. Like the show was really funny, and watch the uncensored version at that because it was hilarious. 
But um, Michelle Williams, if you don't know, she was uh, engaged to this man named Chad. And uh, Chad, every first of all, everybody thought he was like Puerto Rican or something. He was definitely a whole white man with a nice beard. Um, but she was engaged to Chad. And there was this big thing about them being an interracial couple, whatever. She did this whole show. And there was this argument that they had on the show or that she talked about where he, where she was explaining to him, like, oh, I communicate differently because I'm a black woman and blah, blah, blah. You just don't understand that. And then he kind of threw her mental health mm. in her face. So we did not like that. And so we dragged her and was like, yo, you should leave him. Uh, but they still stuck to, they still were together. But now they are, they have announced that they are not engaged anymore and that they have broken up officially. Um, so it's easy to make a joke about this, uh, because we all kind of oh, expected it. Oh, when I first it. saw it, I cackled. As a matter of fact, I sent this straight to you and I said, yes. L-O-L. Yes. It's very okay. easy to make a joke about it, but I'm tired of the whole, um, poor Michelle narrative that has been going on with her ever since she was in Destiny's Child. She's been playing victim since Destiny, Destiny's Child. But I don't think it's her playing victim. I think that people are just victimizing her. Mm. No, you know what I mean? No, she kinds of milks. She kinds of milks. I don't think Michelle... No, I don't think that she plays the victim at all. I don't think so. How do you feel, Tasha? Feel about whom? Michelle Williams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... I feel bad for her because of the backlash that she got from the fandom from the Destiny's Child. But I feel like she's always been that kind of individual to where she's asking more than what she's put out. Oh, so she dragged her. I just feel like if you want the recognition that you think you deserve, do what you got to do to get it. Because let's be real. I just think that Michelle is just an easy target. She doesn't say much. Mm -hmm. She's just a Christian girl. Mm -hmm. And she just wants to sing her gospel music and go about her day. But I think people would just they target her for whatever reason because she's not we know that she's not that she's not the dancer of the group. Right. She doesn't have the the most um conventional wheel. type of vocal type. Do you know what I think so they, the problem is? What? She's in a league that's not her own. I mean, she has been in the spotlight of Kelly and Beyonce. I mean, you can't, you can't, you know, embody that. That's just something that they have within their own selves. And for her, being like a Christian woman and having so much faith and being like warm and cuddly, maybe the industry is just not for her. Maybe she needs to That's take an why avenue. Chewing her up and spin her out like that. Yeah, like Hollywood is cutthroat and she ain't cutthroat. I, I personally think that this whole narrative about like the poor Michelle or just her getting being this target, I think is honestly very mean. <laughs> I never thought Michelle was lackluster. I always thought she held her own in a group. She always had the best bridges in the songs. Only care I to love you. her vocal type. What? Girl. Oh my gosh. You tried it. And I'm not gonna you no. I'm hopping on that boat. You know that, right? What? Listen, I You will not even... do Michelle like that. She had the best verse on Through It Love. She had the best verse on Free. I will not let you guys do that. I don't even know fulfilled. those two songs. I don't <laughs> you are not. I probably would if the bridge was that bomb. So Oh, oh wow. Anyways. <laughs> Michelle, sweetie, Mich- I don't mean to pick on you, but Michelle held her own in Destiny's Child. Mm. And she used the one who in the harmony. <laughs> guess what she did? Held that bottom note. 
I don't think you guys understand and how important. They got important. layered below Beyonce. I do know. It's just that <laughs> I feel like you when it comes to her, you don't know how important it is to hold that bottom note in the harmony. Okay, and Michelle, what she do? She held it. We will not disrespect <laughs> look, Michelle. But she like was that. also look, going down. Look, there, is, there is no poor Michelle. All right, she got dragged along by Kelly Beyonce. She got her money. They let her tag along. I feel Th- bad. Sometimes tagging along get you paid. She. It's not like I'm not saying she doesn't have talent. I think she has so much talent, but it's not where she needs to be. It's like channel it into something where you can market as you. Don't try to reach these heights that you've already reached but couldn't really get to. Ooh. Do what you got to do. It's like you're your own brand, right? You're your own celebrity. You want to make your own path and do it, sis. Bring out that R&B track. And she got soft vocals. We don't have that anymore, especially within this day and age with, like, rap singing and stuff. Mm. And she dropped something that was soulful and warm and with depth. I mean, I know she would do it, but she's not because she's too busy feeding into this publicity of hashtag poor Michelle. And with her whole relationship, I I felt bad for her because I thought she really found, especially since she went through that whole depression, she was in rehab and really getting herself together, uh, I just really feel bad for her. And she's been through it. Like, she even admitted, like, her being in a group and the backlash she got from not being a Kelly or Beyonce, that that put her into depression. So that's why I'm like, it's easy for us to make... Yeah, no, it was... Hor- people, you don't understand how bad it was for Mich- Michelle had it horrible. She did. First off, like you said, she never reached the top. She was dragged to the top. Second off, Ooh, why do you feel bad for her? She got paid. Like, if it was me, I'd be like, okay, brush I mean, it off. You could, but money doesn't equate to happiness or mental health. Amen. But, like, you're saying that she got Never. picked on for being a third wheel. Like, she knew what she signed up for. Not that she got picked like... on for but being But they a third also wheel. started so young. But mm-hmm. then look at the drama that was going on when Michelle got into the group. Right. That's when Latavia yeah, Latoya, Latoya left. Latoya, yeah. She mm-hmm. was the replacement. Yes. And so they, they, so they made the replacements, Latavia, not Farrah, the luggage girl, <laughs> and wow. Michelle feel some type of way. I also want to blame her management team as well because – you know, how many celebrities, especially female celebrities that we know who's been dragged online and yet they come out with a track where it's like, oh, you think you could do me like this? So I'm going to do this instead. It's like, what was that one track? Oh, my God. Maybe I must be mistaken. But, you know, Haley with um, Most Girls, that track. Yeah. I mean, that's like the anthem for self-love. Like, I may not be what you think I should be in the regards well, to beauty standards. Michelle. That's too pop for Michelle. Mm. But... You know, but she needs to come out with something like that. Regardless, I think I bop to the gospel. I'm just tired of this poor Michelle Mm -hmm. narrative, and I wish her uh, happiness. And I know she just left her uh, fiance, so I just really Mm -hmm. want her to focus on her own mental health. I hope she doesn't like fall back. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's all it is. I'm just tired of people picking on Michelle. She never did anything to nobody. She's a big girl. She could take it. So speaking of people leaving each other, so Cardi B. <laughs> Her and offset. Man, offset. Y'all need to leave Y'all offset won. Alone. <laughs> Y'all won. I love won. that segue. So <laughs> Cardi B did a video on Instagram where she basically confirmed that her and Offset are no longer together. And um, Offset, after all the backlash, commented under the post and said, Y'all won. I don't know what we won. I didn't win anything. I didn't get no satisfaction I out didn't of get, it. I it was, was rooting for y'all. Yeah. What? I was rooting for them. Oh, I expected this to happen. Like, what? like we knew that it was like we knew that it was going to happen, but still, at the end of the day, I was rooting for them. But the reasoning behind this is apparently that Offset he wanted um, 
a, was it he wanted a threesome? A, essentially, it's his infidelity. But what the story is, is that he wanted a threesome, not with Cardi B, but with, like, this other side chick. I forgot. Something bunny. It was, like, Asian doll. Cuban doll. Mm. Cuban doll. Who's not Cuban, by the way, apparently. <laughs> it was with Cuban Shut doll me. and um something and, like, some bunny girl. Some girl named Bunny. Something bunny. And um, so he wanted to have a threesome with them. In New Orleans. In New Orleans. 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 <laughs> and I guess Cardi found out and was like, yeah, I'm leaving. Um, was the video necessary, though? Yes. It was. Oh. It was. Really? So so when y'all break up with someone, y'all go make videos and post because, it on I mean, when you're in a public relationship like that. And yeah. then that's the whole reason Cardi, like, she did an interview. She was like, the reason I named my album Invasion of Privacy, she's like, y'all are always all in my business. So... She I signed just up put for it, it all out there. She signed up for it, and if she feels that way, then why would you make but something like that public again? But your business out there. You're how a, it is. You were a stripper, and then mm-hmm. you went on Love and Hip Hop, where they capitalized off of your drama. Right. So what did you really expect of you moving into a different spot? The exploitation the of yeah. people in Hollywood is crazy, and it always has been. So for her to but have the, the strength. that's the job, is it not? Is, that, is that not the job? I mean, mm-hmm. It's part personally, of the if I was in that, I would feel some type of way about people always like being in my, my business as well. Yeah. But this is what comes with the package. You wanted the stardom, you wanted all this money, you wanted to go on these shows, you Preach. wanted to present mm-hmm. yourself like this on social media. Mm-hmm. So this is the outcome. Mm-hmm. So people, and plus, she's been in the game. Well, at least mega stardom for at least almost two years now. So you already know what it is. This is mm-hmm. nothing new. But Maybe it's different because she got these three number ones. I don't. <laughs> but then she's still going to making these videos, so it's like, what do you want? I yeah. think you had a chance to keep it private. But maybe she wanted to beat the headlines, right? Yeah, headlines exactly. Were out. Before like rumors really get out of control, she uh-huh. would just and not be like, only that, but she provided quotes as well. So she's basically giving the press exactly what they want. Yeah. and her. She's, so, so she's beating them to the punch, so there won't be any like crazy rumors. And now then she eased it by showing the baby. Now my man yep. Offset's out there heartbroken. Probably you know, he listening to some Usher say, right now. I miss her. He tweeted, "I miss her." He did. <laughs> and Cardi responded by going on stage and saying. Something about a divorce. I said I told Offset Dead. the other day yeah, we were going to get a divorce. Yeah. On motorsport. I, I love that was it. my concern she's when they so broke corny. up. Really? I said, how she's going to sing the motorsport verse or the uh, Barty or Cardi verse? So I guess she's just going to switch it up. She's just going to remix. She's going to switch it up. I read something. I don't know if it's true or not. I couldn't find nothing to back it up. But something like you know, Offset gets fifty percent of her oh, yeah. brand because of fact, but New she doesn't get fifty percent of long. his because like he was already popping before they got married and her. Blow up happened while they're married, I, so he gets fifty percent of whatever her brand makes. I feel like I told you this. Dev. You did because of New, New York, York marriage. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So I did. I saw. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to find no other articles to back it up, so I don't want to put it out there like it's real or not. Yeah. That's Allegedly, what you guys heard. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. But if that, that is, then not y'all won. He won fifty percent of Cardi B. <laughs> but I don't. I don't <laughs> think I don't, that he's the type of person to, to take that money from her. Or I don't know if the courts might actually allow that. He was established way before she mm-hmm. was. He makes a whole lot more money than she does. And he doesn't have a founder's fee. She, he didn't of discover don't her. Care about that. So I don't know. It'll uh, be interesting if I that honest, is true and how yeah. that plays out. I honestly don't think that he would do that to her though, because even inside the video, she was like, "We're still friends and we're still business partners." Yeah. But then she goes and puts that out there on blast like that. Come on, about their private business. But not with that side chick saying like, "Oh, she apologizes and she didn't think that the marriage was that serious." Girl, bye. That, that's that's believable, easy to believe though. Come on, celebrity marriages. We don't always know whether they're fact or publicity or you know for a business move. Let's be real. But that 
That's I mean, trifling. Yeah, it's trifling. I'm not saying it's not trifling, but like you, I could kind of see how that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. For branding purposes and stuff. Yeah. And then there was something like she w- Offset wanted her to move to Atlanta. She did and move build to a, Atlanta. Or, oh, maybe it was the old thing I read. Like he wanted to build a home. Was that old too? I don't, I don't know. know. There's so many articles coming out about those two now. I'm just clicking. Yeah. But let me just get into <laughs> this guy tweeting. Um, I took a screenshot and I posted, I put it in the notes. His name is, I'm not even going to say his at name. Mm. But he said, because he heard about the cheating scandal too. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, he only cheated twice. And then <laughs> and then he he retweeted that with a quote saying twice. Oh, she's tripping. I even thought Offset really cheated. So it was just twice. Oh, she tripping for real, for real. <laughs> Let me tell you something, old dude. He said only twice? Like it wasn't anyone. Oh, I thought he really cheated. <laughs> so I don't know what a lot of these dudes qualify as cheating. I guess three time. Is it? Three like times third time the charm. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> cheating is cheating. There it is. One person, two people, three people cheating is cheating. So I don't know who that dude thought he was. <laughs> Maybe. But we also live in that society today where they just think that it's okay to cheat. Oh, it's okay for right. you to. If you, mess, if you have sex with two other people outside of our relationship, that's fine. Just to make it three times. It's cool. Because <laughs> now you're cheating for real. For no, real. We're set at the year. <laughs> you yeah. get two more. So now you're cheating, cheating if you cheat on me with a third person. I oh, what two the, people, you're, you're you're fine. I wonder what the average number of times you get cheated on before a relationship ends is. Cardi B apparently got more than two. Oh yeah, she's been getting cheated on. A she's lot. Always, she's been cheated on by every man. Oh, no, I mean that's what she said. Like she's getting cheated on. How many times has she defended it? Like you know, she does. I, I think I've heard it before she... say no. She has said before like you know people cheat. Mm-hmm. The, the relationship goes on. And speaking of cheaters. Uh, so Kevin Hart is stepping down from hosting the Oscars because he refuses to apologize for some homophobic tweets that he did. Like, in the early 2000s, I'll say, like, seven or eight years ago. But what a lot of people tend to forget... Uh, well, let me just tell you what the tweets consist of, right? Yes, I really want to know. So the tweets was just him saying, like, if his daughter were to... Pl- oh, his daughter. If his son were to play with, like, his daughter's toys, he would, like, break it over his head... He was calling somebody the F word. Like, he was just saying a whole bunch of different homophobic things. And then what a lot of people tend to forget is that this a lot of this stuff was kind of recent as well. It wasn't like he said all this in 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Granted, even though if he said it in 2010, 2011, he's still a grown man when he said it. So he knew what he was saying, period. But in 2015, he did this massive, massive interview with Rolling Stone. And in the interview... He basically was saying that he doesn't apologize. He he didn't apologize for those tweets or those homophobic comments he made in his comedy shows. He was saying that he's not going to say those stories again because they're because the world is too sensitive. Not because he apologizes, because the world is too sensitive. So, what is your reaction to that? Before I get into mine. All right. <laughs> so I find it a little amusing, which is kind <laughs> of classy because he is a comedian after all, right? Um, I find it a little crazy because I feel like with comedians, okay, we all have this basic understanding that these people create jokes out of whatever kind of element that they created out of because that's what comedy is. You take whatever circumstances that you have and you turn it into a joke for comedic relief. Okay. Right. But um, didn't Dave Chappelle, didn't he just release a whole 
documentary about how the world is so sensitive and how we don't know how to take a joke and yet you know with this day and age of having such sensitivity he will still create his content because and that's I, his craft and what these comedians need to understand right is that there is this thing called standpoint mm-hmm. and there is this thing called context mm-hmm. so when you as a non-gay person makes a gay joke that could be seen as offensive Look at that context and look at your standpoint. You, it's not offending you because you're not a gay man. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you make those kind of comments and you're using those words, we're going to feel some type of way. We're going to get offended by that. Right. So I understand comedy being, you know, being a relief and you can make your jokes, but you can make your jokes without being homophobic and you can make your jokes without just being offensive in general. But it sets a standard. It's like, even if with that knowledge, knowing that, you know what, if I say this joke, I know I'm going to lose the majority of this audience because this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to say. It's going to hurt some feelings. But for you to say something like, if my son is playing with a dollhouse or a girl's toy, you're going to break it that's over his head. That's their responsibility. That is, that's, that's, a joke that's that not a joke. That's not right. a joke. That sense. makes me fearful for your kid. It sets a standard. It's like you hear all these comedians, right? Especially like Tim Allen or Roseanne. It's like right, you right. set a standard. If you, if something comes out your mouth and you know we're living within a time like that, then you are creating the atmosphere and the kind of career that you're going to carry and your reputation throughout this time that yeah. you have on this earth. And with that knowledge, it's like you would think they would take that into consideration with their checks, yeah. with how their bank is looking today and how it's going to look tomorrow. Yeah, because we've heard many jokes come from these these comedians mm-hmm. that doesn't involve being homophobic or doesn't involve being racist or doesn't involve being offensive. They could be funny. Right. But you don't have to go there all the time. It's not that we're being too sensitive. We're just now understanding that there is a lot more. There's a spectrum of human beings, and you could really be offending people seriously by making comments like that. But his comments in particular were not jokes. That's yeah. dangerous. That's that was dangerous. Mm-hmm. But now when it comes to the jokes, though, where do you draw the line? Because I feel like comedians, and, and again, completely wrong, those are tweets and those are like his real opinions. Those weren't yeah. a joke. But in like, you know, in the stand-up sense, where do you draw the line? Because they do kind of, like comedians are known not to have like any kind of barriers for right or for wrong. And different people get offended by different things. So where do you draw the line? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, because if you even think back as far as you want to, it's just how comedians have always came up. That If you watch most stand-ups, they're insulting people, making jokes at other people's expense, whether it's gay, straight, black, white, Asian, yeah. you know, stereotypical jokes, really. Yeah. So where do we draw the line? Now, the tweets are way out of hand, because that's his real just thoughts. Yeah. But, like, where do you draw a line? I think when it starts becoming threatening. Right. So, like, what he said like that, or even, like, how I forgot, what's it, is his name Lil Duval? And mm-hmm. how he was basically saying, like, if he were with a trans woman or the person c- turns out to be trans, he's going to kill him or something like right. that. Like, yeah, that's that's intense, not yeah. funny. Yeah. That, those are legit threats. We all play with stereotypes. Like, it could be funny. There's ways you could word it. If you are a comedian and you're a good at what you do, you know how to word things. So people won't necessarily get too offended. But, like, you could you could just be plain funny. Yeah, where we all laugh at it still. Yeah, you could still laugh at it. we laugh at stereotypes yeah. of our, ourselves exactly. all the time. We laugh at that. So it's fine, but when you're legit being threatening or you're 100% using words to offend people purposely, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But for this whole Kevin Hart situation, for him to step down from Oscars, which was something that he wanted to do his whole entire career and could have been a major stepping stone in his career, for him just to not apologize, well, step down from the um step down step down from the job, not apologize, but then to apologize later 
that was completely 100% pointless for like what is your problem First he wanted to roll him up mm-hmm. his people probably talked to him like he was like oh like, i'm not apologizing for that tweet just for you to apologize for it his people probably talked to him like yo his pr people were like come on <laughs> right. His PR people were like, hold on, come on. Let's yeah. walk that back and let's put out this apology. His apology was more like, I apologize, but. Right. I'm sorry that you feel that way yeah. kind of response. How yeah. did he That's put out his apology? apology. He, he put it out on Instagram, of mm. course, with this whole Instagram post. But before he even said, like, I apologize, he said, yo, what kind of world are we living in? This, that. And it's like, yo, <laughs> we're not. Be, it's not because the world is so sensitive. We're just more aware of words and that there's meanings behind them. Pro- progress. You- I, t- I told you that I'm like very weird about the, the sensitive thing. Like on the same, like in one token, I get it. And then the next token, I'm like, okay, but. But like, you can't tell people what they can't be yeah. offended by because it doesn't offend you. Then suddenly the world is being being sensitive. Yeah. But you know I what I mean? That. Like I don't, un- like that's why I don't want to question people's, um, like how they feel about things. Because just because it doesn't offend me doesn't mean it's not going to offend somebody else. So I'm not going to tell you how to feel about a situation. And I'm not just going to say, oh, the world is just so sensitive, darling, and <laughs> just too much. But it could no. be a case of, like, being an old man. Because you're older now, and you're saying just not being up with the generation. As you see every generation go through, I'm sure, like, 20 years from now, some things are going to be happening that you're going to be like, oh, my God, y'all are too sensitive now. Like, you know, I'm not saying it's right or all, but he's kind of, like, losing, but I guess, sense of time. I'm not generalizing people by generations because there's people in older generations that educate themselves and they he adapt. Have, yeah. So there's no excuse. You just want to live in your ignorance. Yeah, time change. You want to be set in your your ways. Time change. You like that drama. You don't want, you're too lazy to educate yourself. And he's salty. He had to step down probably. Yes. You are in a world where you're constantly, when you're constantly living. So educate yourself. You might as well do some research. Is it Instagram post sincere though? Do you think that's a sincere apology? In, in this like, day, as being part of the community, do you think, you t- did you take that as like a sincere no, way? No, I think he only apologized because he was forced to. Mm. It's not. I don't think it was genuine. But I meant like being any kind of apology. I'm saying coming from like uh, an Instagram post. Like, yeah. do you take that as a sincere? Like, it, what do you think be. is the correct medium to be. send it? You think Instagram is a, a good form to send it? I mean, to the masses. Mm. You can't. What you gonna do? Get a podium? Maybe go on CNN. <laughs> Have a fresh conference. That takes too long. <laughs> go to go to. Washington, He's Kevin Hart. DC. He's Kevin Hart. He could have it. Especially done like at that. the like. With the matters at hand, like sometimes uh, an immediate apology is needed. Mm. Yeah. And. Social media is the way to fix it. Yeah, so I think there are sometimes where a social media, you know, iPhone notes. I don't like the iPhone <laughs> notes. Announcement. I don't like could, the iPhone notes. It could be like effective, but in this situation, no, because he was like for so like for so many times he was just like, um, I'm sorry, the world is so sensitive, da da da, and then now you want to apologize now that people are really criticizing you right. and really dragging you for filth all over the internet. So now all of a sudden you want to apologize. So I don't think it's genuine. Yeah. He's really until had a rough he, ride. Until he educate. I don't know what he could do at this point. I would just say educate himself, but just there I'm not so him. Much... I'm, not, I'm not with him, so I don't know how he feels genuinely. But then last week we talked about the Cowboys and Indians thing. He's just ignorant. He is ignorant. He's had a rough But he's been ride. in the industry for too long to be this damn ignorant. Yeah. He's out but here then, cheating. But then it's like, okay, this. well, when do they have time to educate themselves? They're always so 
su- such busy people. I feel like when you're in that environment, you just pick it up as you go. Maybe. It's like when you yeah. sit back and you yeah. observe and you see how your peers are doing within the same industry that you're thriving in, you create those notes. Yeah. But for him, I mean, there's a certain amount of class that goes into his career. It's like you want to have that balance of that comedic relief, but also having respect and morals and yeah. standard beliefs. And I just, I don't know, I'm a little disappointed to be honest, because for him to say, oh, this this generation, this world we living in, I mean, we got we to gotta grow thicker skin. It's like, okay, so what do what you say? What about him as, like, a black man, right? Mm-hmm. So when stuff happens to him as a black man, what... what Imagine you, a white man to him was like, oh, y'all being too sensitive. Right, you're being too sensitive. Mm-hmm. We'd just be like, what are you talking about? Like, this there is would be an uproar. Yeah. Or imagine someone going riot. to his wife and being like, oh, you're just a woman. You're being too sensitive. Right, Or exactly. his daughter, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's what that's the point. Just because rights. it's not affecting you doesn't mean oh the world is so sensitive. You're just not offended by it because it's not attacking you directly. But you should have that compassion. Now, as far as the homophobia goes, you're in the entertainment industry. The people doing your makeup is probably gay. The people mm-hmm. designing your clothes are probably gay. What Dolce and Gabbana, Chanel, they're canceled. All the, first yeah, of all, I saw that in China, right, or mm-hmm. Japan, or one of those countries. Back A lot of Shanghai. these companies that people brag so much about they're run they run and they're designed and created by gay men right so and then they follow up with I'm around gay people all the time I can't stand that because that's not the same thing like I'm not racist I got black friends <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that narrative yeah like, I guess that's so that annoying bro. I hate like people do I that mean, and then won't stand up or help or you know saying all of a sudden they don't have a black friend when a problem comes up mm-hmm. right <laughs> but when they say something offensive then it's like oh I have black friends it's okay right it's like yeah Okay. What's up, Tasha? Good, 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 good. So now uh, we're going to take head. another quick break. We're kind of overtime as I really don't care. But we're <laughs> we only got two more weeks of the Devon Hour. Give up the people true. what they want. So we're damn. You really like pink. <laughs> so we're going. So we're going to go to a break and then we're going to come back and then we could talk about what's been pissing us off. Naya, I know you got a lot to say about this one. So can't wait till you guys hear this story because it was a hot mess when I heard it last night. Why you made that face? Right. You don't so, trust my lips? Like, I mean, if it's, if it's yes. <laughs> Who's going first? Go on, sis. You want me to go first? I'll go first since you have the biggest story. Mine's short. Mine's just about this paper. Oh, are we yeah. on air? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so what was the topic again? What I made us angry this week? Making you, what made you mad this week? We could start off with you. Then yeah, we could go all in order until we get to Naya because I know she has the biggest one. I think what's really made me mad this week is that, you know, the semester's almost over. I'm not going to get to see you guys for, like, a month or two. Oh. Yeah, it's really sad. Plus, I got, like, some papers due, like, four papers in a week. And I'm mad that – oh, what's really made me mad, though, as I keep telling you guys, and I've said this for, like, the last month, which means I should have been working on it for the last month, is this paper I had to write for my one-credit class, the largest and hardest paper of the entire semester. Shout out to T2K. Mm-hmm. Which makes literally no – why is my one-credit class giving me the longest and hardest paper in Chicago style? What is Chicago style? Like uh, History. Yeah, Boy, well, if you don't go to <laughs> Purdue.com. I know that's right. But, yeah, so other than that, though, I'm usually happy, so – but the, my, my angriest thing is that I'm not going to get to see or be a part of the Devin show for like a month and a half. And it's really sad and mad and angry. Gassing. It's not gassing. This is not a great show. To be, do you guys not like being a part of the show? I love being a part of this show. So then y'all should be as angry as me. Moving on. Wait, why didn't I open my oh. mouth and say, yeah, I like being on the show? Because <laughs> you don't. That's like a soft mad. Well, let's get, we're going to go from soft like mad to house. medium mad to probably like really mad. Okay. So. Um... 
Oh. Oh, God. So, my anger has been within these friendships of this year. I don't know where or how I've been surrounded by such negative people, (laughs) but I was, and I'm in the battle of trying to get rid of the very last one because she got to go. And um, Drop a name. I think when it comes to the emotional mad, I'm going to go through so many withdrawals because I live here. Like, I actually live at the station. That's all I ever do. It's like my roommates, when they see me walking out the door, they're like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to the station. Like, don't bother me. Coming back at like 10 <laughs> p.m., living crazy. But that's pretty much where my anger resides because I know I'm going to be dying. I'm going to miss y'all. I'm going to blow you up. Thank you for joining in on my anger. <laughs> so now, for me, mm. so two of my big- biggest pet peeves are assumptions mm. and um, passive aggression. Two of my biggest, biggest pet peeves. You want to get me mad? Do do both of those, and you will see how angry I get. Um, so I don't like when people assume things about other people. Um, I don't, especially when you comment on something that you have no business commenting on. Um, so, yeah, that that got me so mad. It happened yesterday, and I was like, well, where are you getting this information from? Why are you making this assumption about these people? Shut up. Mm. So that's number one. Number two, uh, I don't like passive aggression. So instead of you, you know, beating around the bush or, like, doing little sneaky stuff, sly stuff, talking behind people's back, be upfront, be honest, and... Also, learn how you come at people because the same energy that you initiate me with, that's the same energy that you're going to get back. Mm. So don't get mad when you get told about yourself after you done, like, ruined my whole feng shui. Mm. Let them know. So that's point blank, period. Naya? Okay. So, where do I start? (laughs) I don't understand why there's four grown ass women living inside this dorm you building. You need a button. It is right here. No, no, I meant like a button that every time she says something, like boom. Oh no. Why? Why we can't clean up after ourselves? I don't get it. Wash your hair down the drain is not that hard. It literally takes two seconds. Oh, what really pissed me off though was so I went to take a shower. And I sat my stuff down, like, you know how we have, like, that little chair joint. I don't know what to call it. But everybody, they first of all, all their products sit on that thing. And I literally just sit, like, my two items on there. And it comes and it goes with me. But I sat my stuff down. I got out the shower. It was sticking to Mm. it. And I'm like, why is this sticky? Like, the water is constantly running in the shower. That means this shower is dirty. Then, so after I got out the shower, I decided that I was going to clean the shower. But, you know, as I was cleaning cleaning up, I was slamming everything and saying loud remarks underneath. Not underneath my breath. I was yelling loud remarks. <laughs> and um, so I'm spraying down the shower, and literally you can see, like, the dirt, like, falling off the wall as I'm, like, spraying it down. Mm. And I'm like... It's for it's for women, first of all. We all need to take care of our hygiene. So why is the shower this dirty that is literally soap scums like like dirt? Yeah. And I'm just like, it doesn't make no sense. <laughs> so 
I go inside the common area and I get pissed off all over again because there's crumbs on the counter. Mm. I don't I don't I don't go inside the common area really. I had a sponge underneath the zinc, that's what I went to go get. And <laughs> there was open duck sauce packets. Like open ones. First off, who's eating duck sauce? And I'm just like, do y'all not know how to clean up after yourselves? Then I looked at the table and it was dirt there. So, you know, I just go and I just go clean the shower because that's something that I do use daily. So I will make sure that it's clean. Period. Wait. <laughs> she used the shower what? Daily. There it is. Good hygiene. So <laughs> I cleaned the shower or whatever. I'm still mad as hell. So I called Devin and I'm telling him I'm coming Ooh, over mm-hmm. so I can tell him what's going on. Tell me why I come out of the room. I look over like at the table or whatever and my sweet maid is sitting there in her nightgown with her scarf on running her fat mouth on the phone oh my God. sitting at that crummy table <laughs> eating oh my God. and i'm like are you serious and this is like the main one that like lives lives inside the room like nine times out of ten those are her crumbs on the table on the counter and that was oh and i took a picture of it was like Two full bags full of trash. Take that out. You're not doing nothing. Mm. You're literally sitting there on that phone talking. Mm-hmm. You can stay on that phone and take yourself down to the garbage room and throw it out. There. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, the semester is over in, what, like a week? Yep. Mm-hmm. There's, come on, we got to do better. And then, at the, remember in the beginning of the semester, I was telling you how the bathroom stunk? Yeah. So we addressed, me and my roommate addressed them about that because neither my roommate or me, we're not really in the room like that. Oh, I remember this. Continue. And, and so we realized, like, the bathroom stunk and, uh, like, a majority of us, like, were on our menstrual cycle. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, somebody stink. Matter of fact, I wasn't even on mine. I was like, somebody stinks and this needs to be taken care of. And... So their solution to the problem was they went and they put packets of baby powder and attached them to the wall. Huh? And they, I don't I don't know if they don't flush toilet paper down the toilet or whatever, but they it was just lots and lots of toilet paper inside the, the trash can. It was not making sense. <laughs> so we had to address that whole problem. And now me and my roommate are at the point where it's like either, well, they move out or we move out. Yo, they gotta but, die. <laughs> but there's no reason why we are this old. You don't know how to one take care of your hygiene, and two, you don't know how to clean up after yourselves. Come on, be serious. That just gave me a cramp in my neck. Yo, women are nasty. Oh, not with you coming from. Women. <laughs> Did you not hear her story? Listen. I heard her story, but let's not get into you dudes. That's another mm. episode for really? another so how, how's your show. Room? Huh? How's your room? Lovely. Oh, there we go. We're 100%. Girl, I hope there's justice with Wait, hold up, because I definitely have walked into rooms where, guys' rooms in particular, where there mold. is mold. Mm. On the shower curtain. It was probably there from the past. <laughs> you like, Kane failed to clean up properly during the summer. My intelligence will not be insulted like this. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <sighs> I have lived with three dudes before. Against my will, when I was a freshman, okay, and literally. Would you rather live with three dudes or three women? Three women. Mm. I cannot live. Switch rooms. I don't think we can't do that. Here. We can. <laughs> nope. I do not. 
I would never live with any more men ever in my life. Mm. Especially when they bring their little funky girlfriends over. <laughs> and their rooms are looking crazy. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I have two. The toilet, like, you should have seen, like, let me tell you something. I'm not the most cleanest or neatest person at all. I have my spouts where I like to, you know, bleach shit. Um, button, button, button. Bleach stuff down <laughs> or, like, you know, get the Fabuloso out, put on my uh, bachata. I, listen. Mm. Do you put Fabuloso on a stove? No. no. That's Some a real thing. Yeah. That. Why it, do you? It, I don't do that. That's of, definitely like a Jersey it, City thing. That. That's like a Jersey that. City thing. Devin does not do that. Every Neither Jersey City my, house I've been to. I've never done that before, but I know people that do that. I know, I know why people do it, but I don't do it. <laughs> anyway. That was horrible. The bathroom was nasty. The common area was disgusting. Never doing that again. So girls are not the only one. I think people were just dirty. Nah, nah, I'm just joking around. I love all y'all women, and I'll live with any one of y'all. I'm just joking. (laughs) I don't. So with that being said. (laughs) Clean up. Clean up. Please and thank you. That's all. Hygiene first. (laughs) Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Hygiene. Thank you. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) <laughs> that could be. She had like presentations right. and like slideshows of the bathroom. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> little packets given out. She of definitely did take pictures. She could give out little packets of, of, of uh, baby bath. Right. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you for tuning in to the Devon Hour. Tune in every Monday, 4 to 5. Well, so next week is our last Oh, show. my Lord. We got something special for you. <laughs> Don't hype up the crowd because I definitely do not. We got something special for you next week. Look, and you can see... <laughs> The little duck sauce packet in the bathroom. Mm. That's just in the boy. What? I just I feel for in you because my why is there duck the sauce in the thing? <laughs> they put their soap <laughs> in their shampoos the everywhere. Do you guys want to plug your shows? Um, make sure you tune into the Live at Five Mix on Fridays at WKNJ ninety point three FM. We represent on the mind. Lovely. Forget That's my show. Cute. I would like to let y'all know we have one more week of the Devin Show. Get ready for something super duper special. Y'all not ready for what he's coming through. It's going to be very sad and very happy. And it's going to be an iconic moment before he cuts me off. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for having me, Devin. I definitely. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Also, don't forget your fast was our due. (laughs) Clean up. Thank you. No duck sauce in the bathroom.